I absolutely appreciated and and loved that I knew I had the freedom to give you my honest yeah. answer yeah. without worrying that it was going to come back to bite me. Yeah. And I knew that you were always going to tell me where you were going or who you were going to hang out with or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so I never had to worry about, yeah. about that. Welcome to the Secure Marriage Podcast, where we believe it's possible to fight less, feel understood, and enjoy a deeper connection with your spouse. We're your hosts, Paul and Shannon Elmore, and on today's episode, how secrets and jealousy will destroy your marriage. Every single time, no matter what. Yes. And it's time to do something about it. Okie doke. Here we go. All right. So we got an email from a husband. Yes. And here's, they. he and his wife have been uh, together for 16 and years and married for 14 yes and long story short he says my wife added her boss on facebook and i found out about it and she told me she didn't tell me because i would react badly before this i used to work at the same company and i would feel jealous every time she mentioned him about work what do i do Where, how where do i go from here i feel betrayed because she knows i'm jealous of him in the first place right right this is a good one This is a good one. And it's easy to pick sides on this one, but let's kind of look at the responsibility of each person. And we're not going to provide a judgment of who's right and wrong here. Instead, we're just going to go, here's a couple different directions you could take with this. Right. Because there's work on both sides, clearly work on both sides. Right. I, I I do want to take a few minutes just to say, because you know if a wife wrote this in it would be very we'd be very quick to validate her feelings of betrayal yeah. and that kind of thing yeah so i don't want to skip over that yeah. piece because this is probably very painful for this husband. for this husband sure and before so i just want to you know step into that yeah. for a second because because we don't get a lot of husbands that that write in with things like that right right and um Feelings of get hurt doesn't matter if you're male or female, husband right, or wife. Exactly, it doesn't matter. exactly. And so I'm I'm sure there's things for both of them to work on, but that's yeah. gotta be incredibly difficult when you feel like your wife should know that this person makes you feel this way. Yeah. And she does things anyway and doesn't tell you about them. That's gotta be incredibly hurtful and frustrating and painful. So yeah. Yeah, I again, I appreciate that, and I hope he's listening so that he can hear that from a wife somewhere. Right. That because um, that pain is is legitimate. That pain is legitimate. I, I think one of the sources of pain in the story that you've just described here is the secrecy. Yes. When something is hidden, and then it is discovered when you learn that you are um, being lied to, or something is being uh, kept from you. It will always raise suspicion. It will always trigger your survival brain. Right. Because nobody likes to get lied to. Nobody likes to get played. No one wants to be deceived. It makes us feel foolish. Um, It makes us feel just crappy. Right. Every day of the week. Right. No matter what. (laughs) Right. And so um, the fact that there was secrets or lying between these two uh, people in this relationship, not a great foundation for the conversation to start off with. Right. Um, I have heard over and over and over again from from people uh, who try to justify it. 
where I knew he would overreact. I should be allowed to do this because it's not hurting anybody. Right. Nothing's happening. And so there's justification, 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 minimization, rationalization. There's all of these. This is why I should be allowed to do it. And none of that matters. Right. And none of that takes into consideration the effects that it will have on the spouse. Correct. Correct. Um, so we always say bare bones, beginning of the conversation, the, the, the bottom foundation that needs to be here is there's always, there's never supposed to be secrets or lying because that erodes trust and credibility. Yes, absolutely. Um, and so she needs to take responsibility for hiding and lying to him. Doesn't matter what he does, doesn't matter his response or anything else like that. She should not be hiding and lying anything from her husband. That's right. that's not a great foundation. Right. The the other thing that I think about too is um, sometimes we we make that choice to hide something or or not tell the truth about it because we want to prevent the person from having the response that we think that they're going to sure. have. But when we do that, we also take away yeah. their opportunity have to not respond yeah. that way, to have a good response. And so always having someone think a certain way about you makes you feel pretty crappy. Yeah, it's not great. Like if, if, if you never give me the opportunity to prove to yeah. you that I am not that way or that I can be different than that. I did that a lot to you early in our marriage. Yeah, that, you actually You can did. speak to that with some authority, unfortunately. I can. I can. I feel bad about that and again i'm glad i've grown in that i don't yes. do it as much but i don't do it i don't do the right thing as often as i should for you because i am taking away choices or making choices for you right and and again i don't like doing that i gotta get better at that you're you're much 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 better yeah, at that. that was that was part of our story for a long time yeah it was um so i i can speak to yeah. that pretty yeah pretty so taking responsibility and apologizing for hiding and lying would be a good starting point in a conversation these two people could have. Right. The second layer to this is one of the one of the realities of being married is I choose to give up things that I would do all day long that are healthy, appropriate, benign, okay to do, but you don't like it for some reason. But because I choose to be married to you, if you don't like it, I don't do it. Right. I I have to honor whatever feelings, whatever reactions, whatever responses. And they can be connected to a thousand different things. It could be right. part of your story. It could be your bag of crazy. It could be a preference. It could be whatever, whatever, whatever. But if there is something that you have told me clearly you do not like um, and I recognize the seriousness and the weight of, of your feelings around that. The loving thing for me to do as a husband is to defer, is to right. say, I am not going to do that. Right. As Again, as much as possible. Sure. There's always extenuating circumstances and things that kind of play into this. But um, yeah, as long as it's not illegal, immoral, irresponsible, disrespectful, or inappropriate, then I get to defer to you. Right. Um, and that's not always been easy. That's actually been no. a hard part of our marriage where you ask me to give up things that I like and I ask you to give up things that you like. Right. And we choose to do that. And that's not to say that I tell you, well, I don't like that intentionally because I just don't want you to do something. Right. It's not about control. No, it's it's it'd be like 
you telling me that you don't like beans. Yeah. And and me making beans for dinner or chili yeah. for dinner and things like that over and over. And even though you tell me I really don't like beans, and I just think, well, that's a silly. Yeah. You sh- what's wrong? There's nothing wrong with beans. They taste great. Yeah. And not taking into consideration really what it is about beans for you yeah. that you don't like. Yeah. And Let, let's put it into even the same situation that these this couple's talking about in this question they sent to us. There have been people that it's like, man, I I feel comfortable hanging out with them. Yes. I feel comfortable, you know, spending time with them, both male and female. This isn't yes. just a, a gender thing here. This is, you know, I would probably, you know, hang out with this person and, and your little spidey sense kicks off about them or they just rub you the wrong way or, or something that you don't like about them. Or, or just something sits uncomfortable yeah. for me and I might not be able to verbalize why. And you just say, honey, I would prefer you not spend time with that person. The answer is, okay, I won't do that. And then we will go into the tell me more conversation. Right. What is going on? Why don't you feel comfortable? Right. Let's see if we can help you understand your feelings not so that I can change your mind, but so that we can be connected and I can right. understand you better. Right. And there's been a lot of time because the the job that you had, yeah. you would have to meet people for coffee or different yeah. things like that. And, um, and there are times that I just either wasn't comfortable with who sure. you were going to meet with yep. one-on-one yep. or, or I didn't feel good Yeah, and I just needed you. And, um, and you never, ever once when I would tell you, mm, I don't know, I'm just, yeah. I don't want you to do that. Or could you stay home today? Never once did you ever tell me, tell me, well, why? Yeah. Or, or get frustrated with me or throw it back in my face somehow it was always okay. There might be a now, little self-survival in that tactic of mine, by the way. Because I had common sense to say, if I piss off my wife about this, um, then the person I have to live with the most and see every day <laughs> is mad at me versus the person I might have coffee with once right. a year. Right. That common sense says, don't piss off the person that you're going to be spending the most time with. Right. That's just For easy. sure. <laughs> There's a little self, self, uh, uh, self-survival in that. Right. And, and I... I absolutely appreciated and and loved that I knew I had the freedom to give you my honest yeah. answer yeah. without worrying that it was going to come back to bite me. Yeah. And Good. so um so it and I knew that you were always going to tell me where you were going or who you were going to hang out with or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so I never had to worry about Yeah about that again that goes back to the rule number one is there's no secrets right. there's nothing hidden there's nothing right. i'm trying to trick you or, or deceive you in and there were some times that you said well just come with me and yeah. i'd be like okay yeah. yeah so i mean yeah we we have experienced yeah. this we have let's put it, let's talk about the other side of the equation now we've been talking a little bit about her and her mm-hmm. behaviors here let's talk about him because um the concept of jealousy or the jealous husband um can take root in a couple foundations here, can take root in a, in a couple ways that are very, very unhealthy. Mm-hmm. Um, because there are insecure men who are threatened by everyone and everything. They are constantly living in fear that um, they're going to be fired, rejected, uh, their wife's going to leave them, that their wife's going to prefer someone else over them. And that insecurity 
believe it or not, almost becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy because they become so controlling uh, based in that fear of losing something um, that everything is a threat. Right. And if that is happening in this situation where, again, if he's worked at the job and he knows the boss and he knows his wife and he has seen nothing but appropriate and healthy relational behaviors between the two of them. And yet he still gets jealous because of his story, right. because of his perception of reality, um, then that becomes incredibly difficult for a wife to live under yeah. and, and uh, constantly trying to placate that irrational fear in him. And we don't know if that's happening in this situation. Again, we don't have enough information right. based upon a, a five sentence email to, to make those judgments, but these are some things that can play into this. And I have seen a lot of situations where it becomes so difficult and so oppressive for a wife that she does inappropriately and unhealthily resort to the secrets and resort to trying right. to live a life of freedom outside of his fear and insecurity. And it always ends badly. And right. it's not the right way to handle that situation. Right. Well, and, and when there's that jealousy, um, that typically makes a wife feel that she's not trusted. Yes. And eventually she's like, well, what's the point of even trying? Damned if I do and damned yes, if I don't. Exactly. And exactly. so it, it's so heartbreaking to to know that you actually the things that you do how do i word this that you that your jealousy or your mistrust of someone can actually end up turning into true mistrust right does that make sense what yeah. i'm trying to say yeah. because the person has to hide and deceive in order to just be functional in some way. And the way that gets fixed is there has to be a, a pretty, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking at? Man, I've been losing my words lately. There has to be a blunt conversation about the reality of how she's feeling around his, his insecurity and mistrust. And nine times out of a 10, uh, 99 times out of a hundred, it's going to be rooted in some part of his story where he has not learned how to appropriately bond or connect or have, have an appropriate attachment style. It's, it's rooted in this insecure attachment style and he needs to do his work around trying to fix that. That mm -hmm. absolutely plays into a situation like this all the time. Um, so that could be a, a factor on his side that he needs to be aware of. Again, there's varying issues going on here and we're guessing because we just don't know all the right, story. Right, here. right. The other half, uh, the other part that could be on his half of the equation is, um, yes, he has actually seen inappropriate behavior between the boss and his wife. It's not unfounded. The jealousy is actually real and valid. And um, there's a escalating pattern of deceit and and infidelity, mm -hmm. even if there's no sexual infidelity, but it's the that emotional, emotional bonding and right. that that spending time and, and extra communication Flirting. and all the things that go into um, the beginnings of emotional affairs and then oftentimes leading to physical and sexual affairs. Mm -hmm. And his fears could absolutely be justified. Um, and that's when he can start to try to become controlling and demanding, saying his wife needs to stop some of this behavior. And unfortunately, that doesn't work. <laughs> no. If a wife is going to be deceitful and um, inappropriate with other men, 
he can address that kindly, respectfully, appropriately, but he probably isn't going to be able to force her into good behavior. She has to be able to move into a state that takes responsibility for whatever that bad behavior right. is exactly. and be willing to um, start having a healthy relationship and being honest and transparent and, and things like that. But a lot of men, again, when their wives are misbehaving, they believe more control is the answer. Because I'm going to try to prevent this really crappy thing from happening Mm -hmm. to me. Getting cheated on, getting uh, left, getting substituted by another man. Um, And again, the control will always, always backfire. It is appropriate to call out the elephant in the room. Honey, I've seen this behavior. Here's the examples. Here's the evidence. Not like you're trying to gather evidence by, you know, sneaking onto her phone or, you know, hiding in bushes, taking pictures with with your camera. We're not talking about that kind of stuff. But when there is undeniable behaviors that are that are inappropriate, he gets to just say, these are inappropriate. and I need you to stop. I'm going to ask you to stop. If you choose not to stop, then I'm going to make decisions based upon your actions, not your words. And right. your actions are telling me you prefer not to maintain the fidelity in the relationship. And my jealousy is founded. I am jealous of another man, but it's not inappropriate. It's not unhealthy. But the way I handle that jealousy, the way I express that jealousy is going to be mature, healthy, wise, appropriate. Right. Not controlling, not fear-based, not panicked. None of those things. Right. Does that make sense? It does. I, I think because most people don't know what to do in a situation like that, yeah. the easiest thing is to try to control it because Always. when we when we don't like being out of control, we yeah. like to when something's not going right, we want some semblance of control so that we can feel better. Always. This whole story goes to prove that the healthiest people tend to have the healthiest relationships. If she were to say, I need to make sure I am doing healthy and appropriate behaviors that respect and honor my husband. And the husband goes, I need to make sure that I'm the healthiest version of myself. I'm not letting fear or jealousy dictate my life. And I can give my wife freedom and and, an appropriate latitude Mm -hmm. because she's doing nothing, not doing anything wrong. um, And I need to deal with my own emotions in an appropriate way. The healthiest people tend to have the healthiest relationships. That's the best way you can start to have a marriage that will be happy and long lasting. And again, a lot of people don't know where to start. We have lots of programs on securemarriage.com that can start you on that process. Um, We always recommend the relationship roadmap as a good starting point. Um, that actually gives both of you common language to deal with this and a myriad of other yeah, problems for sure. because the same tools can fix a variety of problems on a broken car. You don't have to buy a new set of tools every time you have to change the spark plugs or if you change the spark plugs, you can use the same set of tools to change the tire or to change the alternator or to replace a fuel pump or to change the timing. All these things, the same set of tools fixes all these problems. Right. So we we're in the or glorified Home Depot workers. That's all we are. <laughs> we are glorified Home Depot workers giving tools to help people have better marriages. 
we should get the orange vests and wear those and the orange aprons that people have. Yeah. That would be a good look for us. No, I don't think so. Anyway, again, hopefully this is helpful for uh, those of you, dear listeners, who are going, yeah, I've been in this situation or I've got a brother-in-law who's in this situation or um, I've been looking for something to help make my marriage better. There's a couple of places to start, securemarriage.com. Here's a couple of concepts to play with, healthy people, healthy relationships attachment, all of that. So anyway, we hope that this has been a, another helpful 30 minutes of your life. Yeah. Has it been 30 minutes? I don't think so. 22 minutes of your life. I think that's it. Yeah. All right, everyone. Thank you for listening. We will see you next time. Okie doke. Goodbye. (laughs) Bye.